Hi, everybody, and welcome to the season finale of season one. My name is Jennifer Evans, and this is The Veterinary Optimist. I'm really excited. I say I'm excited all the time, but this is such a special one for me. Mm -hmm. To my guest today is not only my partner for this episode, but she's my partner in life. Penelope Rose has her Master of Science in Organizational Leadership from John Hopkins. She spent the last 20 years in human resources and has spent the last few years really focusing on leadership development in the animal health science area. Penelope, welcome. Thank you so much. I feel like you introduced yourself as Jennifer Evans. I cannot call you Jennifer. You're Jenny to me. So I feel like we need to let people know that if I, they hear us referring to each other as Jenny and P throughout the episode, that's what we actually call each other. Yes, I agree. And that is a true statement. Although not many people know that because usually Jenny comes from a very small inner circle. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess it's a good thing not many people. Yeah. Some people that. who love us also call us Jen and Pen, which you have to admit is very cute. It is really cute. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going to start off, right? So All right. here's the first question. Yes. My first question for you is what do you like the most about me? Hmm. Well, there's a lot of things, but okay. we're going to turn the tables on you today. Okay. And I am going to interview you. Okay. You up for it? Yeah. It's a okay. twist. I'll take it. All right. Well, I am wondering, as I'm sure many of you listeners are, why you started this podcast. I had a really special experience. So I was in vet medicine for 21 years. I, and many of you heard that have heard this throughout the different episodes in season one, you know, I've had every role within the veterinary hospital walls. I've done kennel, technician, uh, manager, all of those things. And I got to a point where I felt like I needed to leave and try something new. Part of that experience allowed me to go into many other veterinary hospitals. I was really lucky. I got a, I got a job and I got a position where I was able to go into other veterinary hospitals. And I think part of what happened with that is I started to recognize that we were not the only clinic struggling with the things we were struggling with. The things that made me feel like I needed to leave was not just unique to our practice. I was seeing it everywhere. And it really hurt because I love this profession so much. And I just kept thinking, what is a way that I can make the most impact? And I was, uh, I was definitely given a gift of being able to have conversation. I, I feel like I was given a gift of being able to inspire and hype up. And I believe I was given the gift of servant leadership. And because of that, maybe that, you know what, let me maybe rephrase that. I don't know that servant leadership is a gift. I think that is something that you really have to work for, mm -hmm. but it's something I want deeply. And so because of that, I put all of those pieces together and said, well, I'm going to make a podcast and see what happens. So I had to, here I am here at the end of season one. Her. I love that. So really driven by a purpose to, to give back to this profession that has given so much to you. Mm -hmm. So where did the name The Veterinary Optimist come from? It's funny you ask me these questions because you've been here like the whole time. So you know about all of this, but I choose to live my life with rose-colored lenses on. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't recognize that we all go through struggles. That doesn't mean that I don't see the, the road 
bumps and that I don't see the things that we face on a, on a daily basis. But I choose to be grateful for being able to experience them, whether they're negative or positive or beautiful or deep struggles. I still know that there's a lesson to learn from them. I still know that that something is going to come from it. And the only other option is to not experience it at all. And that's just not an option for me. And so I love being optimistic, not, not in a way of not recognizing, but in a way of like, if it's going to happen, because it's going to happen, yeah. I would rather just try and see the good in it. And I would rather try and find the silver lining. And I wanted to bring that to so many of the of my of my people in this profession who are struggling with the dark cloud over them right now because it is hard covid i truly believe added a whole nother layer layer on an already difficult profession and i recognize that other professions are struggling with the effects of covid but i have to focus my attention on the one that i love the most and so that's why I came up with the name, the veterinary optimist. Would you say optimism is something that has historically described the veterinary field? Well, mm, good question. Okay. Uh, let me reflect on this for a second. Would I say optimism describes, I would say that there are many moments where we see a lot of things happening in practice and our only option because of our love for our team or our love for these animals is to do our best and hope that it pays off and hope that the parvo puppy lives and hopes that the the dog that needs surgery to live is going to be able to find a way through his owner and through different and through different avenues to, to make that happen and hope that we're going to make it to the end of our day because the doctor added three additional surgeries and two additional dentals and we have work-ins until 5 30 like we you you have to have that kind of outlook um so yes i guess i would say that so a beautiful profession but a challenging one mm. do you feel like you've been able to in season one bring some more optimism to veterinary medicine? Because I have to say, a lot of times when I hear people talk about veterinary medicine, working in animal health, I hear words like compassion fatigue and overwhelm. And I love that you've had this focus on being optimistic and having that so directly tied to veterinary medicine. Do you feel like you've been able to do that? I do. You know, what's funny is Denise and I talked about this in one of our episodes. I I truly believe that the words that we use become the world that surrounds us. And I know that other people in their show, and I know there's studies and all of these things go along with it. And I know other people who are far smarter than I can, can quote it off the top of their head without having to look in their notes. Right. But I just know that the words that we use is becomes the world that surrounds us. And if we're using those words so often, and those are the first things that we fall back on, that's what we're going to live. That will be our lived experience. Yeah, so true. Um, and yeah, I believe that with the guests that I've had 
and the stories that they've told. I mean, you've heard them. I have. They're, they're incredible. And they're inspiring and just yeah. hearing their voices and the things that they've gone through. And it's not like any of them have had this easy journey. I mean, mm-hmm. Ryan had her husband go through a life altering event serving our country. You know, uh, Jill went through multiple careers before becoming the CEO of a company, you know, and then, and I could just go on and on about all of these different stories. And yeah, I believe that we really did a great job of shining a bright light on that. Yeah, I totally agree. So I know it wasn't all Rosie. What lessons did you learn? Like what was really hard or that you weren't expecting and you, you really learned like some tough lessons. Well, and I'm going to take, I'm going to make two different call outs, right? Okay. One, I love that we've said Rose several times because your name is definitely like one of the first things that caught my eye. Um, and then two, I would say everything's been difficult. Everything. I well, I say difficult. Everything's been amazing. Yeah. But I didn't know anything about a podcast. <laughs> I knew how to talk. I know how to have conversation. I know how to listen to my head rattle, you know, but you don't recognize whenever you make this decision to do this, that episodes have to be planned. You have to have roadmaps for conversations that you're going to have. You have to be able to fill in gaps of, of, of when times people are either taking extra time to reflect or, or maybe getting lost in their statements. I, I sometimes stutter when I get really excited. Mm -hmm. And so there you hear me kind of stutter in a couple of these episodes, like planning that, having the conversation, editing, posting, marketing, all of it has been a learning experience and it has all been difficult, but in a great way. Like now, now I can edit an episode and I can, and I can post on multiple platforms and I'm learning how to do my own marketing for a podcast. So there, I mean, it's been really neat and really hard. So a lot of lessons learned. Yes. A lot of success in season one. Incredible guests. What do you feel the most proud of? I've done so much growing. I say this all the time. I feel like I've done like all of this growth starting even before I left Better Name Medicine. I felt myself starting to change and really wanting to figure out how I wanted to show up for the rest of my life. Right. And there have been so many times, specifically in the last three years, where I've been so nervous before doing something. Mm-hmm. I, and I, and you know this because I, yeah, I do. I mean, I've talked to you several times where it's been like right before I'm like, oh, I'm so nervous. I can't believe I'm about to do this. My pant, my palms are sweating, like all of this stuff. I feel like I need, you know, like I feel like I'm going to pass out, you know, and, and then I do it. And then afterwards, like, I'm so proud of myself just for actually showing up, mm-hmm. just for pushing through that feeling. And I would say that that's probably one of the things that I'm most proud of, but I'm also really proud that I have been given this opportunity, whether I created it or whether it it was luck or whatever, either way, it's right in front of my face. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've taken it and I've given the mic to other people. I am Mm -hmm. so proud of, their journeys and what they've done and how they've given back to this profession that it's really just been just this incredible thing. You know, I believe that I deeply believe that if you are serving a why and if you have a purpose, 
then then there's not really going to be something that could go like air quotes wrong, yeah. right? I, and I know that I quote certain people a lot, Lewis Howes, Simon Sinek, Brene Brown. I, Brene, I mean, come on. Like those are people that I quote all the time, but it's because I, when they speak, I, be, I, I believe them, I hear them and I want to follow the, these paths that they've already started to lay out and with Simon, he talks about his why and he talks about having purpose. And I know, I know that I sit deeply in my purpose for this profession, in my professional mm-hmm. career. I know that I want to be a servant leader who inspires and empowers those dedicated to veterinary medicine and animal welfare. That is every single day. If I make a decision based off of that purpose, I know that I'm not going to go wrong. And through that, I've had the opportunity to give the mic to some incredible people. So that's what I'm, that's it. That's where I'm staying. I love it. Okay. So like Brene Brown says, you've been in the arena, like you came into the arena and you've been there, you showed up, even though you didn't know all of this about podcasting, which I think is really cool. And then you're led by this purpose, which I have the privilege of having a front seat to like just showing the way that you show up is so pure. Like that's really what drives you is giving back to this profession, lifting people up and highlighting all of these incredible voices in the field, um, which has just been really, really incredible to see in season one. So season two, there's going to be a season two, right? There's going to be a season two. Okay. Can you give us a little hint as to what we might expect? I can't tell with your last statements. Were you flirting with me just then? Maybe. Okay. So we can. I like it. All right. Season two. Season two. Um, I I think there's going to be even more incredible guests. I've already got a few things lined up. Okay. I'm hoping to have you back on. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm up for it. All right. Deal. All right. So that's been logged. She already said yes. I'll come back on. Yeah. There's no going back from that. Um, but yeah, I, I've i already got some great guests lined up. I want to get better at marketing. I want to hopefully get some more listeners. I want to hopefully get some sponsorship. Whether that will all happen or not, that still remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. But I'm hopeful and I'm determined. Yes. And I typically work really hard to get what I want. So... I'm going to test to that. I'm committed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So some good goals for season two. You already have some great guests lined up. Great guests. How long do we have to wait for season two to start? Um, Three weeks. I think. Okay. In our, so it, this is a big deal for me because I want to go, 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 go. And I think that's been instilled in me because of our profession. Like, mm-hmm. We'll get that extra work in and we'll do that extra surgery. We'll stay later on Saturday. We'll come in Sunday for that dog that's vomiting who can't afford the emergency clinic. Like we are so committed to what we're doing. And again, I know there are other professions like that, but veterinary medicine is known for it. Right. And, and I've been conditioned to be that human. And I don't want to be that human. I want to respect this balance of knowing that it's important to take the time to reflect, 
to be prepared to take that breath. And so I'm going to be intentional from it from the beginning. So I'm taking three weeks off. And during that three weeks, there will be there will be some inserts, some optimistic insights from okay. previous episodes. Okay. I mean, I don't, I've gotten to the point now where I enjoy it so much that that I want to make sure that something comes out each week. Okay. I mean, I think people like we don't want to go three weeks without anything. So I think okay. some yeah. little bite-sized optimistic insights would be perfect. Yeah. So that's exactly what's gonna happen. And um we're gonna come out with the bank three weeks later. I've already got a couple of those episodes lined up okay. and um, it'll be really exciting. They're going to be incredible. And I almost, I think I'll be better at, a little bit better at editing by that point. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, that's definitely one of the, one of the things that you've grown in. Mm-hmm. You know, something that you were just saying a minute ago reminded me of when we were first talking, when you're talking about go, 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 and always doing more and always giving back. And I remember one time we were on the phone and you were like out in the field going from clinic to clinic. And then I called and I was like, Oh, well, like, what are you up to? And you're like, I stopped to volunteer. <laughs> and I think it was like the street dog coalition or something. Am yes. I remembering that correctly? Yes. And that was just one of those examples of how I think just the people in this profession are so incredible with like the biggest hearts. And I just remember being so impressed. Like I knew that you had this busy day and you were also like after that time, giving more of your time to dogs and animal welfare, which I thought was really cool. Um, so I know that I know that you're conditioned in that way. And it has to be kind of hard to be like, I'm going to intentionally take this very balanced approach to well, reflect because then you can build. But P, that's one of the things, right? Like that's one of our strongest, that's like one of our biggest strengths. And also it's one of mm-hmm. our biggest weaknesses, right? Like you, we give, 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 we work, 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 The majority of us, like we'll work 40, 50 hour weeks and then they will need a technician and a doctor to spay and neuter clinic. And we will also give that time like that. And and you'll spend a full day and that is a hectic, hard day. And we never even think twice about it. And it's not until we get, you know, 10, 5, 10, sometimes less than that, you know, or 15, 20 years out that we're like, man. We gave, 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 and now our cup is empty and we didn't pay enough attention to it. And where's that balance at, right? Like where do we work? Where do we serve? And where do we take our breaks? And where can we find our thought process and our ability to serve in our everyday job? And I think there's a happy balance between that. And I look forward to continuing to highlight that and to help people with that. And I even hope that, right? Like I know that I I know that I have a specific thing on this on that goes along with this podcast of me working side by side with clinics, mm-hmm. right? And I know that I have this this podcast right here. And I know that I've got all of this opportunity to elevate voices. Um, but I'm doing that with the goal of saving vet medicine, with the goal of bringing back some optimism with lifting this cloud that's over us right now with shining some light on some really incredible, the the most incredible people you'll ever meet sit within the walls of a veterinary hospital. They're the most incredible people. I feel at home when I am around those individuals. There's just no question about it. And I don't want them to feel the way that they're feeling right now. I don't want them to struggle. I don't, I will give everything. And that's where I have to be careful. 
And that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm just being cautious that I don't put myself in a position of not being able to show up. I love that. And I think the optimistic insights will be incredible because as I think back to just all the different guests that you had and the episodes that you had, one of the things that I really liked is when you would ask people to give advice, like what were their bits of advice that they would share. And I think I personally, and I know others would too, would really benefit from hearing some of those again and just reminding all of us what we can do to fill our cup a little bit more. Mm. I love that. You're really good at this. Thanks. It's fun. It's really fun. I want to keep you around. All right. Okay. All right. So as we wrap this up, because I'm excited to release this episode, I'm excited to take a little bit of a break and work on the things behind the scenes. I'm excited to get to where we're releasing season two. Um, I want to say thank you for a couple of things. Okay. Ultimately, I... I, I really try and focus on showing my gratitude to each guest at the end of each episode. And that does not stop here. This gratitude is a little different because. I'm that, glad to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> spare. Uh, gratitude doesn't serve the profession, but the gratitude definitely serves me serving the profession. Mm-hmm. You have been my biggest hype woman, which is strange because I'm usually like the biggest hype woman. You are. I'm not um, as good as you, but well, I try. Uh, you've been my biggest hype woman. You have been practical P when I have been in my most anxious of moments. We'll just call her Dreamer Jenny. Yeah. Okay. Deal. Yeah, also anxious Jenny. <laughs> like, we can just call it what anxious it is. Dreamer Jenny. Yeah, okay. okay yeah, deal. Um, You've been my biggest supporter, and I don't know that I would have done any of this without you calming me and telling me that it is possible. And I am forever grateful, not only for you every day, but for everything you've done to help me get to this point, just by being, like, there. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean it. Okay. So we're going to bring you this back full circle. Okay. All right. To what? To what is the thing that you like the most about me? Oh, well, I don't think I could pick a most like that's not really a fair question, but I will say some of the things that I love most about you are that when you are driven by purpose and passion and desire to make a positive impact, you just go for it. I think it's really impressive. Like I'm someone who needs to have a plan A, B, and preferably C, D, and E. Yes. And um, and sometimes practical P is helpful, but I have such a high level of admiration for your ability to just be like, there's nothing I can't do. I'll figure it out. And you do, you do that. So I think that's amazing. You are the best type woman. Everyone who knows you would say that. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention your optimism. Oh, that's a perfect way to end this episode. Now I feel all warm and gooey inside. Yay. Okay. All right. I can't wait for season two. I can't wait. If you haven't listened to all the episodes in season one, you have to go back and listen to them all. There are so many bits of wisdom. And even if you don't work in veterinary medicine, I, working in leadership development, have found so many helpful pieces of advice and perspective. And I know you will too. Please go give a like a follow, um, share any of these episodes. It really helps out 
to just get this podcasting a little bit more. If there's something that you want to hear more about, I would love to hear that. Please send in your information. Cool. How can people contact you? So you know what? The best way to do that is to reach out either through social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, um, TikTok, Facebook. But also you can email jennifer.evans at everroseconsulting.com with any questions that you may have. Or even if you want to hear more from interviews like this where the tables are turned on me or with P and I on the same episode, I, it, it would be interesting to see if we, what our episode or what our second one looks like. Ooh, so can I already get into the slot for helping you wrap up season two? I kind of like interviewing you. Yes, done. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Bye everybody. Bye.